Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. Well, good morning. Can you believe it? Five more days till Christmas. Are you ready? Well, Friday I was out uh, shopping for my wife. I've determined that um, I wanted to do something extra special for her this year. I've been known to not really succeed in my Christmas gift giving. And so this year I was determined to succeed. Uh, I've also been known to take things out of the house and put them in her stocking. And that's not usually a very good idea. Just want to let you know, guys, don't, don't find some things in the house, wrap them up, and then give them to your, your wife. It doesn't go over very well. I won't leave that one down, but I was just looking for some extra volume, you know, in the stocking. And <laughs> well, Friday I was determined to find the, the, the special gift, and it was uh, it's still a little echoey, if you wouldn't mind trying to adjust that a little bit more if you can. And, uh, and my wife says, just all you need to go is to Home Goods, and, and you just pick anything there, and it'll be fine. And I got into Home Goods, and I wandered. And I wandered, and I left the store with nothing. I was just like, there's got to be something. And I, just, I was just waiting for that special moment where all of a sudden a bright light goes around that one item, and ooh, that's the one. It didn't happen, so please be praying for me that I still would succeed. I've determined, though, this, that I'm actually going to make something. I think that might actually be a little bit more heartfelt, so I have an idea. But anyways... So, five days away from Christmas, I know some of you aren't going to be here Christmas Eve, so I do want to say Merry Christmas to you if you're not going to be with us Christmas Eve. Um, Hopefully you have a Christ-centered Christmas time, enjoying with family and friends. We we are on coming down the last bits of these messages of heaven to earth. Today we're going to be talking about his provision. We've talked about his, uh, his promise his purpose, his presence, and today we're going to be talking about his provision. Uh, We are, because of all the testimonies and baby dedications, which were all phenomenal, it it means that we're starting a little bit later on this time, but I I want to get us through what we, I believe the Lord has for us. And there's a couple other components of the service that I just want you to be thinking about. You know we're going to be taking the Christmas offering at the end of service, but I also want you to know that we're going to be spending a time uh, at the end of the service to uh, to pray. Is Richie here as well? Richie, if you're around. Hey, Richie. We're going to actually close with that song uh, that you guys just sang. Trying to go on the fly here, be as efficient as I can with you this morning. So if you're watching online, I just want to say uh, thank you for uh, watching with us. This morning we have uh, a message that I believe is going to help us understand not only the Christmas story celebrating the birth of Jesus, but really understand that it wasn't just his birth that we're actually celebrating on Christmas. We're, we're celebrating a new way of living and a new life. If you turn with me to your Bibles to Matthew chapter 2, we're going to read a part of the Christmas story. The Christmas story is wrapped in uh, many of the Gospels, and, and this one we're going to be talking about the wise men. We haven't spent much time Talking about the wise men last week, we talked about the shepherds and how uh, Jesus made the announcement, or God made the announcements of Jesus' birth to the shepherds, the ones who felt like they could never come close. And 
God made it available for, for the shepherds to come close. Also, we, last week we asked you to be thinking about who you're going to invite. We gave you each a little uh, invite card, and then hopefully you invite. Anybody invite somebody to Christmas Eve? Raise your hand. Awesome. Awesome. It's not too late. Well, let's read this together. Matthew chapter 2, starting in verse 1. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, in Jerusalem of Judea. For so it was written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who, shall, who will shepherd my people Israel. A couple things that you want to look at this. One is, whenever you see, uh, if you're in your Bibles, and you see a tiny little number beside a passage, if you look at the bottom of your Bible, it will tell you where that reference is coming from. So we're in verse 6. It's actually referring to Micah chapter 5, verse 2. A prophetic. Micah was a prophet talking about when Jesus was going to be here. The other thing we want to look at is, so when the wise men came at this point in time, the wise men were probably astrologers. They were very well educated, wealthy, and they came looking for Jesus. And, and if, you, if you know, if you've seen any of the little creches or uh, the biblical scenes, you, you will say, well, the wise men shouldn't be there at the manger because really they came afterwards. Anybody hear the debate of when the wise men showed up? Well, I'm just going to give you, I know you're interested in this, so real quick, I'm going to give you some, some inside track to that so you can determine yourself. Do the wise men show up in the manger or not? If you'll look into verse... 11 of Matthew chapter 2 and it says going into the house they saw the child with Mary and his mother going into the house uh, Jesus was born where? manger in a stable or a cave and so here the wise men went into the house so make your own assumptions on that one were they there at the manger or did they come later and visit him in a house and they saw a child now, a child could be a baby, could also be a child, but I would think that maybe they said baby, but he's a child. Next, if you want to read down to uh, chapter 16, I mean, verse 16, then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, became furious and sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem and all the region who were two years old and under. If he was concerned that the baby was just born, he probably wouldn't have chosen two years and under. All right, so that was just a little sidetrack, just in case you now can focus on the real message, to know the wise men arrived at some point, probably not the day he was born. But the main point of the scripture that I wanted to bring about was that there was a king that was born on that very first Christmas morning. His name was Jesus. Herod was very upset the fact that these wise men knew that there was a king and they wanted to worship this king. 
Herod. This is Herod the Great, who was an evil man, but he was also a ruler in Judea. He, he built so many of the, the structures of that time. He built a second temple in Jerusalem. Herod. He was threatened by the fact that there might be a new king coming to the scene. In fact, there was a king. King Jesus. The interesting thing is that we need to understand that not only did Jesus come to save us, to be a savior to us, but he also came to, to reveal that there's another way to be living, and this is a kingdom of God way of living. This is a kingdom of God way of living. You see, we need to understand that Jesus not only is savior, but he came also as a king, and if there's a king, that must mean there's a kingdom, correct? Let's look about this kingdom for a moment with me. There's a slide up there that says, Christmas is more than celebrating the birth of a Savior. It's about celebrating the way of life that the Savior brought. Think about that for a moment. Because it will affect the way that you celebrate Christmas this year. You see, many times we will think that Christmas is about just celebrating the birth. But what if it has everything to do with also celebrating the way of life that he's asked us to live I've come to realize that many of us, and myself included, I think we have forgotten that the kingdom of God begins here and now. We've thought the kingdom of God happens after we die. But the kingdom of God is to be lived here and now. In 2 Corinthians 5.20, it says this, that we are Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We're Christ's ambassadors. So we know that Jesus is no longer here on earth with us. He is in heaven, sitting at the right hand of the Father. When he left, he allowed his Holy Spirit to come here, but he's asked us to live the way that Jesus lived. When Jesus was on earth, he was the ambassador. He was a representative of God. He was God, but he also showed us the way that we should be living. And he's saying that we, as ambassadors, we're basically working as agents. If you have an ambassador of a foreign country, they go and represent, let's say an ambassador of the United States of America will go live in a foreign country, but they represent the United States of America. For us as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, we live now as representatives of Christ. And we're to be doing the things that Jesus has done as ambassadors. Another verse that I want you to look at is John chapter 14. If you take your Bibles, this is important. If you have your Bibles to turn there and you want to underline this. John chapter 14, verse 12. John chapter 14, verse 12. Truly I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Okay, so you have to understand where, where we're drawing the connections here. We have Jesus who was born as a king. He is establishing a kingdom on earth 
And Jesus, who's asking us to be ambassadors, to represent him in his kingdom, now says that I will no longer be here on earth. This is over 2,000 years ago. Jesus leaves this earth, and he says, by the way, just because I've left, it doesn't mean we stop doing the kingdom way of living. He says, no, I'm going to give you my spirit. It's good that I go so I can give you my spirit. But now he's going to say, the very things that I have done, what were some things that Jesus did while he was on earth? There was healing. Raised the dead. Set the captives free. Talked about the kingdom. Multiplied a kingdom way. And, And Jesus says, that we will do not only the things that he did, but also greater. Does anybody believe that? Okay, so, so here's the thing. We believe it, we say that, but are we living it? Because we, if we believe it, then we must live it. All right, here's another passage for us. Mark chapter 16. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Mark 16, 14. This is Jesus when he is getting ready to depart from the earth. This is what he says. Mark 16, verse 14. Afterward, he appeared to the eleven, to eleven them, one second. Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who had saw him after he had risen. Uh, Let's just stop there for a moment. Jesus was on the cross. He was killed, murdered. He was put in a tomb. We know this is the Easter story. This is the Easter account. Three days later, he rises from the dead. And he walks around and people have seen him. And, and the disciples, after seeing all the miracles, raising Lazarus from the dead, making the blind see, healing the lame, they have unbelief. And Jesus begins to rebuke them. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. Verse 17. Those who believe. These signs will accompany those who believe. Okay, how's this a Christmas message? How's this a Christmas message? Because it's a Christmas message because when Jesus was born, not only did he come as our Savior, but he came for us to live 
under this kingdom way of living. See, Jesus came as a king and a savior. And as a king, he established a kingdom, and it's not what people thought. See, the reason why they were a little confused, because they thought they, that Jesus was going to have uh, overthrow the Roman Empire. But in reality, he was saying, my kingdom is not necessarily a natural kingdom, it's a supernatural kingdom. And he's asking each one, not just the pastor, not just the elders, not just the super spiritual. He's asking everyone who believes to function in supernatural ways because that's the kingdom way. This Christmas is a very difficult time for people. Depression seems to rise in this Christmas season. Will you function the way that Jesus has asked us to function and have eyes to see. You see, his provision actually changes our vision. His provision, understanding what he has given us to function like Jesus, to do the things that Jesus has done, will change our vision to see what's going on in people's lives. So as we go on this Christmas season, these next few days leading up to Christmas, as you are with your families this Christmas season, you might see some sickness, you might see some depression, you might see some people who have bondages in their life. And you're going to remember this message and you're going to say, this Christmas, I'm going to give the best present, which is the presence of God that is felt when you, who will believe, will act like Jesus. And see the prisoners be set free. To see those who have sickness be made whole. I cannot tell you how many accounts that I have heard recently of people who have been miraculously healed. I just had somebody share with me this morning as they were coming in. We prayed last week and she's completely healed. I got an email. A man suffered. Actually, he goes to this congregation. And actually, another member from our congregation up in Laconia uh, prayed for him, suffered horrible asthma for 30 years, and I got a doctor's report. A picture was taken of the doctor's report because he was prayed for to be healed from that, and he went in for a pulmonary test and came back completely clean. You see, God is wanting us to function in the way of this kingdom life. And that if we serve a king, King Jesus, he wants us to work in his kingdom. And when he said, I left this earth, I want you to do the things that I did. And by the way, even greater things. <laughs> I, I have a cup of poison up here. If anybody would want to... I'm, no, I'm not going to give you a cup of poison. But... And we're not going to all of a sudden open up the box and have the snakes come out either, handling the snakes. But do you remember Paul when he reached into the fire and there was a, a snake that latched on to his hand and he shook it off and there was no ill effects? I wonder if Jesus was prophetically saying that he knew what was going to be taking place. This Christmas, I want to see each one of us realize that you have the ability to do the things that Jesus did. He does not just want you to be his savior. 
He also wants you to walk as an ambassador, representing him, doing the things that he did. And he says, those who believe And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They'll speak in new tongues. They'll pick up serpents with their hands, and they'll drink any deadly poison, and it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. Jesus, who was born over 2,000 years ago, established a new way for us to live, which would be underneath his kingdom, with Jesus as our king. This Christmas, I wonder what kind of gifts are going to be given see people be set free. I started talking about how depression seems to be higher during the Christmas season. And I began to also say that his provision changes our vision and that is what I'm asking for each one of us to to be willing to do this Christmas season, that you would have your spiritual eyes opened up to see the needs of those around you, that your faith would begin to rise, to believe that you can actually do the things that Jesus did. If the ushers want to come at this time, we're going to move, actually, because there's a couple things that we will want to do coming into this closing of the service. One is we are expecting a miracle in our Christmas offering. You've been praying about this for weeks now and and we're just going to take a moment to, to collect this special offering. Father, I just pray as we, we take this that, that I even the miracle that you had with the feeding of the 5,000, you took a small amount and miraculously you multiplied that amount. Father, it is our prayer and our expectation that you would do the same with this. That you would take these small gifts, Father, and miraculously multiply it for your kingdom. Father, we truly believe that where your Bible says, the word of God, your word says, oh no, man, anything except the debt of love, we're going to choose to live that way. So Father, we thank you for those who are giving so generously, responding to what they have asked of you, giving in faith. as the baskets are being passed around 
I want us to also think of our belief that Jesus would want to use us. My prayer is that your faith would begin to be stirred and, and actually begin to rise. That each one here has the ability to do the things that Jesus did. And you're like, oh, no, not me. That's, I don't have that gift. It's not about giftedness or not giftedness. It's about belief. Let faith arise. I also am going to give an opportunity for if you also feel like, you know what, I have an ailment. I have a sickness. I do struggle with depression. I do need freedom in my life. I do need a miracle to take place in my life. We are going to pray today for you. As we sing this song at the end, I've I've asked some of our leaders to make themselves available here to pray for you. I, I would also ask this, that if you would say you'd be willing to be used to do the things that Jesus did, would you just take a moment and stand to your feet? that you're willing to be used to do the things that Jesus did. That act of standing up is is an act of also helping you build your faith. Jesus understands and he sees. Father, I pray right now that you would increase our belief the father we understand the provision of your holy spirit gives us the ability to do the supernatural because your kingdom is not natural it's supernatural jesus this christmas all the presents that are going to be given of prayer and healing restoration will be incredible because of all these people who said yes let your provision change my vision of how it is that I see the people around me realizing that we have all the goods inside and Jesus many people are going to say why is it to make us look wow look how powerful we all know the why is so people would see how much God loves them. That people would see, oh my word, Jesus is amazing. That we celebrate this Jesus on Christmas, but it's not just for him as a savior, it's a one who's a deliverer. Deliverer of pain, deliverer of sickness, deliverer of bondage. Now who gets the glory? We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory and those who want to pray for people this morning, would you just come at this time? 
sing this song. If you need prayer, come forward and expect that God is going to do the miraculous. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church Podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com 